0: Technology shapes and influences every aspect of our lives today, and we're only beginning to scratch the surface of understanding how it will radically change the way we live and work in the future. Coming up
1: In these exceptional times where the pandemic with the COVID-19 is, is forcing us to change the way how we are doing the things, we are utilizing the, these digital platforms on the use cases which we never thought that we will be utilizing them. So actually they are opening a lot of opportunities
0: for us. You're listening to the Future Rhythmic Podcast with Michael Hainsworth, a Nokia Original Series. Started off as a cost and environmental saving measure, has ensured COVID-19 and physical distancing requirements haven't stalled the rollout of the next big thing in wireless. When the telecom industry launched 4G, it killed 1,300 trees annually just to make the binders of technical documents for the 450,000 cell sites set up every year. 5G is a different story, thanks to a combination of fascinating new technologies that are changing our world forever, from artificial intelligence to zone-monitoring drones. I had a chance to talk to someone who got her start in the industry climbing towers, and today climbed the ladder at Nokia Networks to become its head of deployment. Miriana Shandley says there was a time when her car's trunk was loaded down as she drove all over Europe, going from cell site to cell site.
1: I started in this business uh, 23 years ago, and, and my first works were installation and the commissioning, and I remember very well driving thousands and thousands of kilometers from, <laughs> on the monthly basis, uh, from one side to another, you know, with the car full of the folders and, and, and documentation and all the different type of the tools. Today, that's not needed anymore at all. So today, we do not need to carry any paper and absolutely nothing is really required in the paper form to do the work which is needed today on the site. And then when you look at that from the you know sustainability perspective, especially from the environmental sustainability perspective, it is significant improvement, because if we just think about that, that we are not even about the hospital, that we are building on the annual basis uh, probably around 450, maybe even 500,000 sites, and that in the past, we would need for um, each of the site, um, at least, at least, but really minimal, and this is not the, you know, 20 years ago, it's a very recent past, uh, minimum 20 sheets of the documentation. And then, you know, been doing some uh, calculation in in, in um, some weeks back in that what would that means from the number of the trees needed to just uh, have the documentation for the site. So it's approximately over 1,300 trees annually would be spent only for this basic documentation. Um, for for the installation of approximately 450,000 sites a year. Today, that's absolutely not needed anymore.
0: So you're telling me that there was a time when we killed a thousand trees just to put together the binders necessary for the site visits that you would then have to travel all over for, now we don't have to do any of that because it's all digitized. It's all on a, a smartphone or a tablet type of device. And I can imagine in many cases, you don't have to even get into a car anymore anyway, because after that very first site visit, it's all been recorded with video.
1: Oh, yes, we are absolutely. And this is what the you know, where this is um, another aspect of the improvement, which is happening, which is, you know, helping us to do the things faster, cheaper, better, but it has huge positive impact on, on many of the different aspects um, of the sustainability. So what is happening through this digitalization and and utilization of the different video platforms and the drones, we are collecting the data in the digital form and then um, the quality of the data, which are being collected and also, you know, we are controlling the installations and the quality of the installation it's significantly better than anything what we have been doing in the past because even if you have just great people which are doing the work on the site everybody sometimes makes mistake and when you make mistake and you don't collect exactly this serial number or exactly this information or exactly this length of this particular cable when you go back to the office you can't order the material on the right way. So, you need to send somebody to check once more. So, these type of the things are not needed at all. So, what we are counting is that we are reducing approximately 30 percent of the site visits necessary uh, by utilization of these digital tools and the means, you know, cameras, drones, and the digital platforms uh, in comparison to that what was just a few years back. And also on that area, you know, the, the positive impact on, on the um, environment is unbelievable, because again, if you think about, let's say we reduce just one site visit, and normally is much more, and we assume that, you know, we travel only five kilometres to the site, and yes, there are sites where you, the teams are travelling less than five kilometres, but there are sites where the teams are travelling many more kilometres and we travel five kilometers in one direction and five kilometers in another direction. And then we make the assumption that, you know, we use the car with average um, eight liter per 100 kilometers of, of the gasoline consumption. Then we come to the unbelievable over 800 tons of the um, carbon dioxide emission reduction on the annual basis for this 450,000 sites annually. So it means there is this Huge positive impact due to significant reduction of the emission of the carbon dioxide just through the digitalization in my part of the business. And I'm really very passionate about that and very proud of it because we are managing to do the things faster, better, cheaper, and much more sustainable for our planet.
0: So that's all in preparation for a site to put up a tower, or maybe the tower is there and you're just going to add the radio to the side of it. How has coordination changed to minimize in-person interaction.
1: Especially today in, in these exceptional times where the pandemic with the COVID-19 is, is forcing us to change the way how we are doing the things. We are utilizing the these digital platforms on the use cases which we never thought that we will be utilizing them. So actually they are opening a lot of opportunities for us because um, we are trying on one side to comply with the expectation of the society. And that means to continue with the essential services Um, in every of the country in this exceptional situation where the telecom is part of it. And to continue with the implementation of the new sites, especially there where it is needed due to the critical situations and the reasons like building a new hospital somewhere. And on another side, we we have equally responsibility for our employees and we have to make sure that our employees and subcontractors which are working for us are being protected to the maximum possible degree. So we are trying to avoid any unnecessary visits, and especially putting more people visiting one site. Like we have been having very recently in one of uh, our customers, the situation where so-called security visits are required to be uh, organized uh, face-to-face on site before the real implementation work is starting to take place. And in these security visits, there are uh, parties required to be physically present on site from the different um, entities. So. One party is the customer, another party is our subcontractor, third parties are we and then the fourth party is the independent institution for the security verifications. In order to prevent these face-to-face contacts which are uh, increasing the risk of of the further penetration of COVID-19, we have been proposing just to send one person on the site and to use video collaboration platform uh, through which all the information are being transmitted. There is a transfer of the voice, uh, documentation, and the video at the same time, which can be monitored real time through the application on a mobile phone, either on the laptop from the office of all the other people, which has been accepted. And we are now making a change for this particular customer, even uh, discussing of just changing some of the rules and the regulation in that country officially and enabling us to go even steps further. So even in the current situation, this digitalization is getting uh, much more use cases in comparison to that what has been just a few months back and is helping us on one side to continue with essential services and on another side to protect our employees for unnecessary risks.
0: You mentioned drones. I'm a huge geek. I love drones, but I can't imagine that you're going to an electronic store and buying a consumer-grade drone and flying it up to a tower, like the cameras alone would be insufficient to be able to read almost anything. Like, tell me about that drone technology you're using.
1: Yes, the drones are becoming really kind of the business as usual for us in, in the deployment services because we are utilizing them for the several different use cases for the collection of the data. And we are building some new ones on the top. So what is happening is that We normally take a drone pilot together with the drones, which are slightly better and slightly more professional than the standard drones, which anybody is using for the private purposes, because the resolution of uh, the data and the pictures and the video collected has to be very high in order for us to be in the position to collect everything what we need.
0: Right. Some of these drones are the size of cars. So between the, the one the size of a small cat like mine and the one that's the size of a car, where do your drones fit in? So,
1: probably around the cat or a little bit bigger than, than the cat. Okay. So we are not using the big ones. And also we are trying to balance the usage of the drones because there are different types of the permits in the different parts of the world which are needed to be given in order to drive the drones. Right. So, you know, as, as bigger the drone is, sometimes might be more difficult to get a permit for the usage. so that we, we need to balance it. Obviously in some parts of the world, this is still very flexible and we have no in using it, but in some parts, uh, still some time will be needed to to reach the point where the utilization of the drones will be possible without any, you know, difficulties. So, we are trying to use the maximum possible quality with the minimum possible size. We are obviously taking the drone pilots. We are getting uh, right permits from the entities which are um, responsible for giving these permits for flying the drones. And instead of sending the people to climb up the tower, uh, or to, you know, go even sometimes on the top of the building. We are simply flying the drones, documenting the data, having uh, developed the softwares for post-processing of this data and getting the documentation um, produced automatically out of the data which are being recorded. So that is helping us as well to reduce the time, to improve the quality, uh, to to reduce the cost and, you know, positively impact all the aspects of that, what is important for us as a company, for our customers, and then obviously has equally positive impact on the sustainability uh, from the environment point of view.
0: So everyone wants to do things faster, better, and cheaper. How does sustainability fit into that?
1: These are not uh, mutually exclusive things, actually. Doing things faster, better, and cheaper doesn't mean that they are not having a positive impact in all three aspects of the sustainability. In contrary, they are very often coming along with each other very well. And uh, getting the things faster, better, and cheaper is bringing the benefits for environment. It is bringing the economical benefits, and it is as well very often having very strong strong social benefits so if i'm looking uh, you know in particular of my area of the responsibility in in the deploy services and the deployment of the radio networks that what we are doing with the digitalization is actually helping us to do the things faster cheaper better and are at the same time you know having a very positive impact on the environment on the economy and as well from the social point of view
0: Help me understand more about digitalization first of all i didn't even know that that was a real word so
1: normally this act of putting in place one base station in service is taking a couple of weeks but the whole preparation around it it's much longer it's starting from the point in time where um, you know permitting needs to be assured or firstly site needs to be found where it's supposed to be installed and the permits have to be provided and the granted. Then some civil work has to be done. Sometimes cranes are needed. Uh, Then installation of the technical equipment needs to be done. Then it has to be commissioned and integrated and then put into the service. So this complete cyclus is taking place sometimes even one year for one site. With the digitalization and with the digitalization of most of the part of these activities through the, you know, platforms, what we are putting in place, we are reducing the time needed for one site from one year to probably uh, 200 days for everything together. It depends on the part of the world and the part of the activities. So how is that possible? So we are putting in place um, so-called Automated workflow orchestration platforms which are helping us to um, firstly eliminate a lot of manual activities which have been done in the past with a lot of mistakes uh, and uh, to assure that all the dependencies are being prepared very transparently and being managed in an automated way, which is accelerating um, the preparation and reducing the time needed to get everything in place to have this final act of the installation of the site. In the past, before we start doing any work on the site, we have to do so-called technical site survey. And this technical site survey means that we need to send a couple of people normally on the site, which have to do the inspection of the current situation of the site. So they need to uh, document all what is there. They need to look, uh, you know, which cables are already there, which power supplies there are the cabinets there, which antennas are there. They need to look. Um, what are the distances In what status um, the material which is on site is present. They need to document this manually in the paper. Then they send this documentation to some back office activities. Then in the back office activities, somebody is looking at it and deciding, oh, we need to do this, this and that in this site in order to be able to install it. And this complete process has been taking place normally several weeks. So, today, we are having um, our digital platform configured on the way that uh, the people which are going on site to do the site survey are having access to it through the mobile phone application, in which is being pre-configured the information what they need to capture. So, they capture it on site, immediately put it through this mobile phone application in, and as soon as they finish the visit of the site, the document Uh, which is describing the situation of the site is being generated and it's out. So firstly, it's significantly reducing the efforts and secondly, time, and it's improving the quality.
0: When we think of environmentally and socially responsible business practices, we often think higher cost. How do we directly connect these two issues with improved economic?
1: Well, um, in our case, actually, the costs are not higher. The costs are lower because uh, we are managing to get the things um, done faster, better on the digital digitalized way, which is reducing our cost and positively impacting environmental sustainability. I can imagine that in some of the industries, this might not be that easy, but for us, this digitalization is having such a big multiple effects in, in both directions, positive multiple effects in both direction, that it is just a matter of time uh for the you know maximization of the utilization all around the world so for example you know if we uh, do not if we do the proper collection of the data on the site what we can do with the utilization of the drones or with utilization of these workflow orchestration platforms and we don't need to send somebody for the second time it's cheaper for us but it's better for an environment equally It's cheaper for our customer, it's faster for our customers, because we get the site work done faster, they can faster go on the market with the new services. So it's better for customers, for us, for environment, altogether.
0: What are the risks and legitimate concerns about the negative impacts of digitalization?
1: Some of the things can't be neglected and they have to be discussed and they are being discussed and, and they have to be considered. Obviously, through this digitalization, which is having positive economical and environmental uh, impact, there is a certain amount of the working places which are becoming um, unnecessary. So that means some of the activities which have been done in the past manually are not needed to be done anymore at all. Or some of the work which is being done on the site in the duration of the time of a couple of weeks, now it is being done in a much shorter period of the time. So the capacity of the work um, which is needed for finishing the things on the site is much less than that what has been in the past.
0: Sounds like what you're telling me is pink slips.
1: Something like that. So you know on one side we also know that now with the deployment of the 5G there is a huge demand which is increasing significantly Um, the um, amount of the work which needs to get done where we do have a constraints that we are not finding enough capacity on the market. So there are not enough workers with the right skills to do this work because this amount of the work has not been coming over the last couple of years. So now there is a huge demand which equally is helping us not to uh, have a problem of unemployment due to this digitalization because of this significantly increased demand. Still some of the activities are definitely not going to be needed. And the only thing what I have to say and I can say that for all of us we want which want to see the opportunity in digitalization there is the opportunity there are many more other activities and other tasks which will have to be done in the future which have not been even existing in the past and we need to be ready to learn and flexible to adapt to the development of the technology and its impact on the industry
0: but it sounds like what you're talking about here is faster deployment with fewer resources what ultimately does this mean for today's society
1: um, so for the today's society, this means less environmental negative impact. This means probably for many of the countries, less stretched resources and less overwork. And surely in some of the places, overall, less demand towards the capacity which has been needed for the ramp up of the network in comparison to that what is at the moment.
0: See the future. Listen to what's next. Read about world-changing ideas. All by visiting futurerhythmic.com. The Futurhythmic Podcast with Michael Hainsworth is a Nokia original series.